Sorry, we don't have any time for an introduction. This Graham's is going to be speedy. Producer Callum's away on the holidays. It's just myself and Peter, and the ship <laughs> is sinking. It is sinking, No, it's guys. not. It's it flying is. it. There's many holes in the boat, and I'm trying my best, and I'm getting distracted because Peter's so goddamn good looking. Oh. The boat is going under. We don't have any time. How much time do we have? We have about 20 seconds 20 of chitter chatter left. We had a lot of poo talk in the show today. Yeah, way too much poo talk. We I'm had... afraid to leave the studio because people are going to be like, are you obsessed with poo or something? Yep. Uh, we're speaking about sports. People like, getting sent off with their kids matches. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the show. It was like a blur. I don't know if it was a good blur, but it felt blurry to me. Well, listen, enjoy the podcast, guys. Chat to you soon. Fully charged with Graham and Nathan. Oh, wow. When the English cat is away, the mice will play. Oh, we are out in force, the two of us this morning, all on our own. I tell you something, it's a liberating feeling not having the shackles on us. We can literally do whatever we want. Isn't it? We can promise loads of big prizes to people and not know if we have them or not. Yeah, and we just (laughs) never send them out. (laughs) Now, I do have to say, producer Callum is away on his holidays now for two weeks. Yeah, and he did. He got his negative COVID test. Yeah, congratulations. I know he's not listening. He said yesterday he will not be listening to the radio. Graham, who does the show with me, he's currently away in Costa Rica. That's why you're here, Peter. Yep. So a lot of new changes to the show. But I want to create a really nice environment this morning. If you want to say something, say something. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And you were at the desk before the show and you said to me, I have a story that I'd like to bring on to Fully Charged. And said, I'm going to do it. It said it's better than the one we had lined up. So it's yeah. going to overtake that one. Okay, well, look, I can't wait to hear it in five minutes' time. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Beltrazoni and Jazzy, that is Make Me Feel Good. It's 7.09 on Fully Charged this morning. Oh, Peter, I want you to make me feel good right now because you came in this morning, a man on a mission. You said, something happened to me. And I don't think I'm the only person where this thing happened. Okay, so last night I was like, you know what, I'm going to go up to Dundrum. I need to buy a couple of t-shirts and stuff. So I was like, I'll go to Dundrum. There's a couple of shops there that are all right for labs. you got a little bit of Bershka and Zara. So I was like, you know what, I'll go to Zara. Zara yeah. Dundrum, you know, there's two floors you go in. There's about 5.2 million people waiting at the till. There's only one person on the till. I joke you not, I actually counted yesterday. There was 29 people on the upstairs <laughs> waiting at the cash register to do their bits with one person on the till. Oh, no. Anyway, that, that's, an, that's a discussion for another day, the hey, Zara tills. What sort of t-shirts were we going? for? Uh, slightly oversized. Yeah. Uh, I got a purple one. Lovely. It's lovely. It's nice. It's comfortable. With with It's kind of thick. Okay. Thick. So it's not like a light t-shirt. It's a thick t-shirt. It's yeah. nice. So I got that. Anyway. So, oh yeah, I was also trying on pants. Um, so I went in the escalator. You know, Dundra, um, Zara, there's two floors. So I went in the escalator. You turn right. You go in there. All the lads bits. Saw the pants. No, I can try these pants on. They're the chinos with the cuff bottoms. Oh yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I got a black pair of those. Went into the fitting room, okay? So you go into the fitting room, there's about nine or ten fitting rooms. There's one girl working there, lovely girl, and there was a fitting room right at the end, free, the, re- the really big one. She goes, go pop in there and there, that's free, go in there. I was like, oh, grand. Went down, went to the fitting room, pulled the curtain over. Oh, no. Okay, pulled the curtain over. I'm in there, uh, whipped down my shorts, put on the pants, tried them on. Oh, yeah, they're lovely, they're nice. And I was like, no, I think I prefer them in beige, that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to get them. So then uh, pulled them back down, and then all these fitting rooms are 
plastered with mirrors. Yeah. Okay, so mirrors. And do you know when you pull the curtain across? Yeah. They don't really come all the way across. They really don't. They don't, right? So obviously you can see in from the outside. Yeah. But you can also see outside from the in because they're reflected. So there I was. I was just bent down to pull up my shorts, looked in the mirror. That mirror is bouncing off another mirror in another change room with another guy. And he turned at the exact same moment and we'd both pulled up... Turned around, pulled up our shorts, oh, no. and we just locked eyes. And we we're like, and oh. you know, do you just lock eyes? And you're just like, sup, sup, just a little nod of the head. Hey, what's going on? It could have been a lot worse. It could have been, but it seemed very awkward. You know, I think that is why they should be using doors instead doors. of curtains. Yeah, some places have doors, but the problem with the doors for me, I'm a six foot five man, and the doors are always cut off at the bottom and at the top. <laughs> So you can see my head. It's like with the Wild West doors. Yeah, you can see me over the door. There's no privacy whatsoever. So that man got to see you in your underwear. Yeah, but he also was in his underwear. Well, at least he was also vulnerable. Oh, we both have lovely underwear. Yeah, oh my God, that's very awkward. So I want to know, is it, does anybody have those funny dressing room or change room experiences when you're there shopping for clothes. Oh, throw sure it there. there. Get them into us. 087-711-1038. You're in a very safe place. Peter, thank you so much for sharing. No worries. You can WhatsApp us as well. I'm a little bit worried. I'm going to be honest with you because we're playing Gotta Get It Wrong this morning at 7.45. We do it every morning, but this is a different sort of morning because producer Callum is away on his holidays. Heck, Graham's currently in Costa Rica. It's just myself and Peter. And Peter, a lot relies on you when there we is. play Gotta Get Around this morning. So on this side of the desk is the button side of the desk. So you have lots of buttons, lots of faders, lots of things to be worrying about. The clocks, the levels, everything. Yeah, I don't worry about that whatsoever. No. I have a computer in front of me that I don't think even works. I think it stopped working back in the 90s. It's like the 6-1 news. Those computers aren't even real. That's it. They're freaks. They're props. Now, Gotta Get Around, it's an easy game. All you have to do is come on and get questions wrong in a minute. My job is I ask the questions. I've typed out 20 questions this morning. There they are. You can hear them. Now, the thing is, normally when I ask the questions, Graham and producer Callum, they take note of the player's answers. So they give me the score at the end. Like, oh, that player got 16 questions wrong in a minute. Now, I worry, Peter, because that's going to be your job this morning. That's a lot of jobs to be doing for one person. So you're pressing buttons and you also have to listen to the player to make sure you give the correct score. Now, we had a go yesterday at just seeing how good you are at yeah. taking the score. You struggle a lot with the maths The maths, questions. yeah, you see, I got a D2 in ordinary maths in the leaving oh, search. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Miss Meredith. Miss Meredith won't be happy with no. that. Now, what we're going to do is a test run right now. So the game is all you have to do is get the question wrong. All right, so Peter, if someone came on right now and I asked them 6 plus 6 is 12, true or false, and the person says true, would you give them a point? No. Why not? Because that is correct. You're damn right. Yes. Okay. So I am on the ball yeah. this morning. Okay, another one. <laughs> Five plus three is eight, and the person says true. Would they get a point or not? Five plus three is eight, and they say true. So you're going to have to be quicker. No, no. They wouldn't get a point. 
They, they, what did they say? They said true. <laughs> they said true. Then though that'll be incorrect. It'll be the wrong buzzer. Then you're we'll damn it. right. Last one. Fourteen plus six is twenty-one, and the player says false. Would they get a point or not? No. They. Oh, would they? <laughs> you oh, got no, wrong I'm yourself. <laughs> Fourteen for six. It's twenty-one, and they say so. That would be false. They need to say true. They would need to say true to get a point. (laughs) Oh no! Oh, I am so worried for gonna get it wrong. This is gonna be disaster. Yeah, we're gonna be telling you how you can play in just a few minutes. But my God, I'm worried. I think it'll be okay. Fourteen plus six is twenty-one. They say false. Would they get a point? I'm not sure. Here's run on spin. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast With Graham and Nathan What a time to be alive It's time for the Showbiz Shootout This is where Peter and I each have a Showbiz news story And then at the end Producer Callum, a.k.a. the Big Bad Sweaty Sheriff Decides which one is better Good morning, Sheriff Hello, everyone (laughs) Sheriff There's a note written in the saloon here It says Hello, guys. I've been kidnapped. I will not see you for two weeks. Please send help. Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of mixed messages there. Back June the 7th, is it? Fifth. No, I think June the 7th. Se- oh, yeah, it is June the 7th. Yeah, so we are sheriffless at the moment. We're running amok ourselves. We're lawless bandits. I'm going to begin, if that's okay, Peter. That's I want to speak about friend of the show. How y'all doing? Hi, nope. <laughs> How are y'all doing? I think I want a barbecue. Nope. Where are you from? The bayou? Y'all like a barbecue. I'd like some ribs. Oh, Simon Cowell. We love him very dearly on the show. We're always speaking about how he's fallen off his bike. But I have great news for you. Simon Cowell is set to marry his fiancée, Lauren Silverman. Lovely. Next month. This is going to be a very intimate ceremony just in front of close friends and family. He's then going to be throwing a massive wedding. Over 600, 700 people's going to be there. So my invite already? Next month is the small (laughs) ceremony. He says that they're not getting a wedding planner. You kind of think when you're a celebrity, you're a big famous star, you don't have the time. But he seems like he wants to be hands-on and he's going to be organising it himself. But what I found very interesting, someone going to the intimate ceremony, which is happening next month, is Cheryl. Cheryl Cole. Cheryl. Cheryl Tweedy for Sunday's Bananas. <laughs> I don't know I see so it's many hard names. I know her surname. It's not Cheryl Payne. No, she never married Liam not. Payne, but they do have a child together. <laughs> but Simon and Cheryl, they had a rift, they had a falling out. Because years ago, I don't know if you remember, Peter. Simon Cowell was doing the American X Factor and he got Cheryl on as a judge and apparently during the auditions he said do you know what I don't know if she's doing too well over in America on this show and fired her so that's where the falling out happened but clearly there's a big old olive branch coming Cheryl's way because he says look let's bygones be bygones buried the hatches I want you to come to my wedding so that's very sweet congratulations Simon that is lovely isn't it yeah and apparently baby Eric is going to be doing something very important on the day I'd say a ring bearer is it maybe baby Eric only 8 years of age fantastic where does the time go alright my go now is it yeah okay let's set the scene oh yeah 
This really reminds me of Saturday night sitting in with the parents watching Strictly Come Dancing. You can feel it now. You've got your takeaway. So this one is it. Strictly Come Dancing's Bruno Tonioli is quitting the BBC series after 18 years. It is believed that the judge, who was forced to miss last year's season, by the way, because of COVID, will now focus his attention... On Dancing with the Stars, US, he's turning his back oh, on his roots. He's going to My God. America. He is moving over there. So he's unable to uh, do 2021 with the rest of the crew because of COVID, obviously. And since then, there was lots of speculation that Anton Dubeke, who was filling in for him, would take over the gig on Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. And that has come to the forefront now that an insider has said that Bruno will be quitting the show. Oh, that's very sad. And they fairly added that he is only going to be judge on Dancing with the Stars from now on. So he's not going to be moonlighting between the two. He's going to be just doing the one. Big, fat paycheck coming his way. Italian mm. Euros, I'm the telling you. The thing is, Bruno has so much personality. On a Saturday night, you'd see him go like, Your hips move like a little rattlesnake. Oh, I'm it's giving lovely. you ten. Who is going to replace him? I think get Gino DeCampo in. We need that oh, Italian Oh, that's a flair. great shout. Gino, if you're listening to the show, come on, head over to Strictly Come Dancing. But do you know what? what? Because you mentioned Bruno Tognali, yeah. I don't think we've ever mentioned Bruno on the Come show Bruno. before. I'm going to say you win, Peter. Thank you. I'll take that one. That is fantastic. And we're just going to add there, if you are a fan of Strictly Come Dancing, Antony, Anto- Antono, Anton Dubeke is going to be taking over his role there. Oh, I don't know if they're the same. Oh, I don't know either. You got to get it wrong. You got to get it wrong? You got to get it wrong. You got to get it wrong. It is about damn time we play some gotta get it wrong. This is the game where all you have to do is come on and get questions wrong in a minute. The prize up for grabs this week is two tickets for the script Standing in the Hall of Fame. Together we cry. And Ella Henderson <laughs> at the Three Arena on the 14th of June. And we're also lashing in a Gotta Get a Wrong board game. Playing this morning is Kelly. Morning, Kelly. How are you this morning? Oh, Kelly, we're very nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Producer Callum isn't in the studio. Graham's not in the country. It's just myself and Peter. And I'm feeling a little bit lost, if I'm honest with you. No, I think you're doing a great job, to be honest. Peter, you're going to have to press the buttons and you're going to have to take score. How are you I feeling? I do. Uh, I'm a bit... No, I'm ready for this. You know what? I'm going to be confident. <laughs> I do need to find my... There it is. My piece of paper. <laughs> we are ready to rock it. Kelly, don't you worry. You're in safe hands here. I'm going to have all your incorrect answers totted oh, up and we're going, we're going to beat Aaron of yesterday by 18. Yeah, Aaron We are. We're going to smash it. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, have you played before? No, I haven't. Okay, first time. And before we get into the game, what's the plan today? I'm just literally giving my two little boys their breakfast and then I have to bring one to crash for half nine. Oh, lovely. What's for breakfast? They're just having um, honey hoops. Oh, gorgeous. (laughs) I love eating the honey hoops and then drinking the milk afterwards. Fantastic. You know, any cereal with some sort of honey on it, crunchy nut, honey Cheerios, get them into me. Hello, Kellogg's. Good morning to you. Do you want to give a shout out to your children? Yeah, I'd like to say hi to my two little boys, Kylan and Brody. Ah, Kylan and Brody, I tell you, they're the future. They're coming they for are our indeed. jobs, Peter. They are. Oh, they they're, are. They hope they're good at maths. 
Oh. Too smart, I tell you. Too smart, yeah. Kelly. Right, Peter, you have the rules. I do, yeah. They're over here. Uh, Kelly, we're going to put one minute on the clock. you got to get as many questions wrong as possible. There is no repetition. Your answer must be in relation to the question and you've only got a couple of seconds to answer before the buzzer comes in and we move on to the next one. Is that all right? That's perfect. So currently on top is Aaron with 18. You need a big score, Kelly. You have to get 19 questions wrong in a minute, okay? I can do it. Peter, best of luck to you. Thank you. I don't know if I can write down and press the wrong buzz at the right <laughs> same time, so we'll give it a go, right? Kelly, are you ready to go? I am. Name a Jackie Chan film. Harry Potter. What's the capital of France? Pass. Six plus four is ten. True or false? Oh. What's 20 plus 10? 100. Do your best impression of Ben Stiller. Oh, hello there. What nationality is Sven Goran Eriksson? Turkish. Who is Wayne Rooney married to? Pass. Who is Rebecca Vardy married to? Wayne Rooney. What's the main ingredient <laughs> in mushroom soup? Hey. Tomato. What is a mango a type of? Vegetable. What's the opposite of up? A cross. Name an actor in the film Marley and Me. A pass. Name an actor that has played the Joker. Oh, pass. What TV show did Mary Berry used to be judge on? Um, X Factor. What currency do we use in Ireland? Pound. What street is Copperface Jackson? Copper Street. What street? Okay, oh. right, Kelly. There is a lot of passing going on. Yeah, it's hard. Good Lord. When you're under pressure. I was on form. I got buzzers. I got ticks in. I was flight. I thank you, Kelly, for going really slow. Yeah, you were great. <laughs> I'm trying to say. keep my kids out of the room at the same time. That's difficult. You were very accommodating to us, Kelly. And could you imagine if Wayne Rooney was going out? with Rebecca Vardy. That would be a real It was twist. the only one I could think of when, when you'd ask oh. the question. Have you been following the whole Wagatha Christie? No, actually, I've been more following oh, the Johnny Depp one. Oh, carnage. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend Beck is obsessed with watching Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and it's getting a bit crazy at this point. There will definitely be some it sort is. of series on the Wagatha, Wagatha Christie one, I imagine. Yeah. Some TV I think series. there'll be a series on both. Yeah. Netflix will jump on them. Definitely. <laughs> and Johnny Depp and Amber Heard will star in the other one as yeah, well. Yeah, Johnny Depp will play Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kelly, you needed to get 19 questions wrong. I probably got about four. Uh, you got more than four. You ended up getting 12. Oh, oh that wasn't bad. Considering the amount of times you said next, it's not the worst. I know, yeah. Oh, Kelly, thanks so much for coming on. It was absolutely great me. to chat to you. Have a great time dropping the kids off to school. All I right? will. You have a great day okay. now. Thank you. See you, Kelly. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, well, we got you that one, Nathan, didn't we? <laughs> I don't know why. Johnny Depp playing Wayne Rooney is so funny. Oh, I can see it now. Listen, it's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Now, Peter, we were having a very interesting conversation yesterday in the office. And we thought to ourselves, do you know what? Maybe there's something in this. Maybe we should bring it on to the show tomorrow morning. And ask our listeners, have they experienced this? Yeah, okay, so tell us your story. Uh, so we were chatting about it yesterday, about parents getting sent off 
at your football match when you were younger? Yeah, it could be any sports matches, but parents are notoriously animated on the sidelines. Yeah, because I remember there, it just popped into our head yesterday, so we just started discussing it. I remember we were younger. I can't remember where we were playing. Uh, but anyway, that's irrelevant. We were playing a team and they were flying in tackles left, right and centre. And one of the dads was just going absolutely mad. You swear it was a Champions League final or something, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like, actually, we won the league that season. I'm not going to lie, we did Champions win. League so final. There was stuff on the line, but it was mid-season. And they were flying to tackles. We weren't really... We were getting a couple of free kicks. There's no yellow cards being brandished by the ref. And the dad just went absolutely mental on the sideline because his son was taken out once or twice. And that's fair enough. You can be a bit like, oh, I ref, yeah. whatever. You can do a little bit of that. A bit of atmosphere. But when you go over the top and start screaming and then oh. and then you cross the white line you step onto the pitch. Oh, no. That is not a line you cross. So then the ref blew the whistle. And you know what? He did whip out a card and was for the dad. And the dad. Red card to the dad. And he had to go. He goes, you don't have to go home but you have to stay 150 yards away from the pitch and off he goes he stood behind the wall just peering over all he could see was eyes watching for the rest of the game yeah do you know what that happened to me so my manager at the time was a parent of one of the players and he got so animated on the sidelines and he ended up getting sent off and he had to watch the game from the car park and at one stage I looked back and he actually had binoculars on he was from such a distance yeah. he had to see the game through binoculars and the worst thing was I was a substitute of course no surprise there and when he got sent off I'm just standing there oh, thinking yeah. oh great am I not going to play <laughs> you're not going to get on because no manager he's going to do the substitutes <laughs> am I going to be player manager you're like Peter Crouch on the bench see this happens all the time we even then had a conversation with our boss James who currently manages his son's football team yeah. and he says parents are out of control they go mad they're always sent off so that's why we want to ask you this morning you know when have your parents been sent off at sports matches now we want it to be light hearted okay this is fun this is not the Adrian Kennedy phone show no. we want it to be just light hearted oh you know a dad gave out but then what happened where did they have to go so the number is 087-711-1038 you can send us in a whatsapp voice message a whatsapp message whatever you like but I think a lot of people can relate to this I feel like they're kind because like there's a lot of parents that they do like to get a little bit animated and you know what there's more than one sport there's a lot of sports it means a lot of kids it means a lot of parents I think parents really want to play and they can't anymore they're living through their kids they're living through their kids like get in son and you're just like calm down back please. in the net son I'm a substitute I the, can't do anything alright get those into us and we'll get Diplom we'll go out on for you now and spin Nicole what happened I used to do horse riding lessons um, in my family yard years ago. Yeah. And the parents used to wait outside the arena while they were watching the kids on the ponies or whatnot. But they, he used to get the odd uh, over-enthusiastic parents. Oh, yeah. I can hear it. From the sidelines telling the kids what to do on the ponies if like they knew what to do themselves. Half of them had never been on a horse in their lives themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and did they ever get sent off or anything or were they just shouting out oh this is what oh, you yeah, do absolutely. absolutely I'd send them either back into the barn or into, you know, back to their cars or just oh. give out to them and tell them to stop uh, and do you remember what sort of stuff they were saying like what sort of advice were they saying to their kid well sometimes like ponies have a little mind of their own 
little personalities of their own. Yeah. And then they like want to do their own thing, and the kids would be like doing the flap flaps with their legs on the side of their ponies, and the mums would be like, "Oh, pull them up, pull them up, give them a kiss, give them a kiss," <laughs> and they're like, "Um." I'm the teacher, I'm like, tell what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Well, Nicole, yeah. thanks so much for sharing. No worries. Hey, Gary. How are we getting on, lad? Yeah, so a good few years ago, we were playing a match away. Uh, I can't remember where. And um, there's you know, over-enthusiastic um, parents giving out, you know, to ref. No, that's a foul. He did this, he did that. The ref is like, listen, you're going to have to calm down or whatever. Um, he wasn't taking any heat so he just kept giving out giving out so the ref sent him off and we thought it was the funniest thing ever anyway so he goes back to his van he goes back to his jeep takes off his older clothes puts on his work clothes puts back on and starts giving back out <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I just send you off? No, no, it wasn't me, no. Oh, that is oh, brilliant. brilliant. Gary, thanks so much for that. Have a nice <laughs> day, man. Jer, tell us your story. So... When my brother was playing underage rugby, he's now 29, and um, he was talking back to the referee who happened to be my dad. And, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and bear in mind, underage, you're only learning to start playing, start doing properly, so starting to tackle properly. So you don't get carded in, 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 from under 10s. And my dad sent him off for 10 minutes for back chat and then grounded him when he got home. Oh, and, uh, my. Double trouble. <laughs> so he hasn't forgiven him since and since then, and he's now 29 years old. And, Ger, were you there as well? Were you watching I the was, game? I was, I was actually playing a match as well. My brother came over and told me and was giving out to me about dad. Oh, uh, that is brilliant. What was your brother saying to your dad? I don't know. Like, God knows. God only knows. He's a very opinionated young man. Yeah. He really made an example out of him, didn't he? He did, yeah. And if you're sent off, do you come back on in rugby? Or uh, he, was, he was left back on, but he was in a fair straw. And I tell you, he hasn't forgiven him. No. I'd say the old family dinner on Christmas Day is awkward. Just about to say it's one of those things he'll bring up every Christmas year, dinner or something. He, he brings it up quite regularly whenever we go to the rugby club. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Thanks so much for sharing, Ger. No worries, guys. Cheers. Oh, I think we have Sinead now. Sinead, what happened to you? Yeah, so basically my husband was the manager of my son's football team and we were playing in a match down in Greystones and the match, I think we were losing 1-0 but the referee was completely one-sided and wouldn't give us anything so he was going mental on the sideline and the referee was like, calm down, calm down and he wouldn't calm down so he said one more try and he was, I'm disappointed in you ref. Like, he didn't swear, he didn't say anything that he shouldn't have said. He was just like, I'm disappointed in you, ref. So then the ref got really narrowed at that and gave him a red card and sent him to the car park. Oh, uh, I but, love it. But I have to say, in the referee's defence, is there anything worse than hearing someone say... I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. But you know what? I'm glad your husband did that. He just he didn't go mad and scream. And he was just like, you know, I'm disappointed in you, ref. It's a real heart blow, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it really got into the referee's feelings there, that one. And was your husband annoyed? Uh, he took it in good spirits, but like we ended up winning the match. So we got one up on the ref and then like they made friends in the car park afterwards. Ah, so that's fine. beautiful. You know, if you can't make friends in a car park, where can you make friends? <laughs> I, I love fairy tale endings. Uh, thank you so much for that sweet story, Sinead. See ya. No problem. Thank you. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. 
Harry Styles as it was this morning on Fully Charged. Oh, I cannot wait for tomorrow. Harry Styles will be releasing his third solo album, Harry's House. I believe bangers after bangers on that album. I finished watching his interview with Zane Lowe yesterday. Over was it good? an hour long, it was okay. Like, Zane Lowe is quite an intense man, mm. isn't he? Yeah, very much so. And Harry is very media trained. He doesn't really give any wild answers, but my God, when you look that good, you can say whatever you want. The excitement is brilliant. I'm very much so looking forward to this. I'm a bit dev, though. You get to go to the gig in the Aviva there. Next one, is it June 22nd? Yes. It is. You're indeed. damn right. It's a uh, Wednesday. I'd love to go, but you're gone. Who are you bringing with you? I'm bringing my girlfriend. Oh. And I'm telling you, I really hope Harry Styles on stage says, uh, Dublin, this is the loudest crowd I've ever performed in front of. I love, I love when singers. Do I love that. performing in Dublin. It's the best place in the world. They're reading the back of their hand. Uh, Dublin, yes, Dublin. Dublin. I love you, UK. <laughs> I tell you, Harry Styles. I'm sure he absolutely loves Kellogg's GA Cool Camps because they're back for the summer. They provide primary school children aged 16 to 13 an action-packed fun-filled week of outdoor activity all across the country this July and August and you can check out ga.ie forward slash Kellogg's Cool Camps to see more and register for this summer. So to celebrate the return of Kellogg's GAA Cool Camps we've got 200 euro to give away plus a Cool Camps kit as well two fantastic prizes so to register to play just text or WhatsApp as the word camp right now to 0 87-711-1038 we'll be calling someone back there is no tricky questions no. don't worry we're not here to catch you out okay you'll automatically win the Cool Camps kit T's and C's apply do you know what I'll tell you exactly what we're doing Go. I'm a goalkeeper we have people in the building taking penalties on me and all you have to do is come on to the show and tell us hey did Nick Kay score a penalty against me? So on Monday, I took the first one. The goal is not very big. You sat down and took it all up and I just pinged the ball straight at you oh, and you it, saved it. It hit me in the knee. Yeah, the second one, Jonathan from News did it. Yes. And you proceeded to turn your back on him and uh, then he just hit it straight to your legs into the goal. Well, I thought he was going to hit my big old bum. <laughs> your bum bum. And then uh, yesterday, Gav from Music. The Music Man, Gav. Was a poor shot. Yeah, he went, I don't even think he hit the target if I'm I'm honest with no, you. No, I think he went to hit the ball and hit the ground first and then the ball just trickled past. So Nick K is going to be taking a penalty this morning. Never played football or GAA. Horrible technique. Oh, hand, foot and ball coordination is not at peak. He's not, he wouldn't be on the soccer routine, that's for sure. Yeah, in that's all we're going to say. We're not going to give too much away. So WhatsApp the word camp right now to 087-711-1038 and we could be chatting to you very shortly. Morning, Helen. How are you doing? Oh, Helen, we're just dandy. How are you doing? Oh, sure, look, this beautiful morning out walking is fabulous. I know, the birds are chirping on the trees. <laughs> we're all smiling like Cheshire cats here. Oh, where are you on your well, walk? I am just literally at Bushy Park. Oh, that's a lovely yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah, just at Bushy Park now. And how bushy is that park looking this morning? Oh, Listen after all that rain, the, the trees and the grass are grown. It's very bushy. Oh, and I tell you something, Helen, I had the washing out last night and it was torrential rain. Uh, I thought, oh, great, I'm going to smell like a dog next week. Anyway, Helen, by coming on, you have automatically won a Kellogg's GA Cool Council. Come on, Helen. She's got the early, the early goal. Yeah, but now we want you to win 200 euros. So all you have to do, Helen, is tell us, 
Did Nick Kay score a penalty against me? Uh, no, I don't think he did. I don't you did. think so, yeah. yeah. Notoriously no, has so. awful technique, wears big skater shoes. Well, let's find <laughs> out if he scored a penalty. All right, let's go to the video ref. Here we go. Resident Australian Nick Kay. It's Thursday. Nathan's saved two and conceded one. Nick, you've been taken off fully charged, but you're back on for one day only. How are you feeling? Uh, they've uh, known around these circles as Harry Kuehl and Mark Viduka in one. I played with the Australian Socceroos and I'm here to, to take this tall man down. Nick is a man from down under, but can he get the ball under Nathan? Here he goes. He's changed the position. He's going for a long run-up. Is it going up? It's... Oh! And he takes it wide. Nathan doesn't need to make the save. Yeah! you to scream in Bushy Park because you have won 200 euro. Oh, a worthy winner. Fair play to you, Helen. Have a great walk, okay? Yeah, I'm going to be. Thanks a million, guys. Take care. And plenty more chances to win again tomorrow to bag yourself that Kellogg's GAA Cool Camps kit and that 200 euro cash. You can check out GAA.ie forward slash Kellogg's Cool Camps to see more and register for it this summer. Nathan Dahl, Anne-Marie, way too long this morning. It's 9.38 on Fully Charged. Oh, and please wow. welcome your hosts for Googlebox. Yeah, what's the host's name? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Nathan O'Reilly. Hello. Thank you very much. <laughs> I oh. actually thought maybe I was the host. Oh, look, okay. We've just dragged Tara into the studio from the office. Tara, you're going to be playing Googlebox. Peter, you're going to be playing Googlebox. Yep. This is a first that producer Callum and... Graham, they're not going to be playing this game. I feel like both of you aren't aware of Google Box. Slightly. I wasn't yeah. too good at it last week. I definitely played it before. Yeah. But I can't remember. Okay, well, to refresh your memory, Google Box, I've typed three open-ended questions into Google. We know at Google, it likes to try and predict what you're trying to say. So I ask, can you predict what Google predicted, yes. okay? Yep. Yeah, yeah we okay. know it. Yeah. And I'm you bored. listening, you can play at home as well. 087-711-1038. WhatsApp your answer and please include your name. Okay, let's begin, Wait, be- guys. Before we get into it, do I need a pen and paper? No, no. no you no. just need your hopes and dreams. I taught that last week, Tara, and I got given out to... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's begin. Do hiccups. What do you think? Do hiccups. Finish Ooh. the sentence. Ooh, I'm going to say smell. Do hiccups smell? Great guess, Tara. Go away after a few minutes. Go away after a few minutes. <laughs> okay. That's way better than mine. Let's begin. Do hiccups. At number three, burn calories. Oh. oh. Mm, yeah. At number two, do hiccups. Relieve gas. No. That's no. a really weird one. That's a strange one. And at number one, you're going to kick yourself. Do hiccups mean baby is full? That's very odd. Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, just Not all pregnant people get hiccups. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. That's weird. Shane says, stop Wait, when no. you hold your breath. Jenny says, go away when you get a fright. Gabrielle says, go away with water. None of that. I would have expected water. Yeah, I think the fright one is a good one too. Yeah, that's a good one, Peter. Do hiccups go away with fright? Yeah. Oh, that is a very good one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of if you have hiccups, you drink a glass yeah. of water from an angle or something? I was, uh, what was it? My dad said you drink a pint of water, tits it up with a spoon, a spoon in it, 
touching your temple. Uh, Ian is uh, being yeah. crazy. That's but a magic trick. But you know what right the point there. of it is? It's just to distract someone, and that's what takes the hiccups away. It's all about a distraction. Ah, very interesting. Right, let's move on, guys. <laughs> Not a good start for both of you. Can manure? Can manure? What do you think? Oh. Mm. Be washed off your car easily. Be washed off your car. All right. Tara, what do you uh, think? Can manure. Uh, I've oh, I've got a better one. Can I change? No, you cannot change. <sighs> can I have yours? Yeah, but you can give your one to Tara. Wait, wait, uh, no, wait, wait. No, I want I, my own. I want my own. Okay, Tara. <laughs> God, this is opener. an absolute dog's dinner. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sorry, can manure fertilize? Okay. That was what I was going to no say way. to you. Yeah. Can manure at number three explode? Okay. Uh, and number two, can manure be used as fuel? Oh. And at number one, you're not going to believe it, can manure be used as a fertilizer? Hey! Yes, Tara, it takes the lead. Oh. <laughs> if I had said that, if you'd let me change my answer, no. I would have got it. Oh, I'm so glad I, I jumped in and put my own answer. <laughs> Shane says, can manure smell good? No. Uh, I don't know who said this, but can manure cause disease? <laughs> Why do people keep messaging, can manure smell nice? I don't think it can. It can never smell nicer. It's just uh, cattle poo. It's not always cattle poo. Is it must? I don't know. Maybe it could manure? be squirrel poo. Who knows? Poo, it comes from nonetheless, a farm. guys. Belong to any animal. Um, last one. Why does studying? Studying now. Do you oh. want to jump in, Tar? Why does studying... Why does studying take so long? Take so long. It does take a long time studying. Why does studying... Come on, Peter. Be so difficult. Be so difficult. Why does studying at number three stress me out? It's quite stressful. Mm -hmm. Why does studying at number two make me sleepy? I said it before. That's true. Studying for the leaving cert, I slept so well because I was exhausted. I don't know how... I don't even know how to study... You don't know I'm how never to study very good anymore. at the studying aspect, no. no. And at number one, guys, you're going to be kicking yourself. Why does studying make me hungry? Oh, I'm always starving. I'm we like did so bad eating there. a kebab yeah. over a history book. I'd love a kebab. Um, why does studying, I think this is from Brian, it's so complicated. No, uh, Teresa says, give you a headache. Guys... We have to say fair play to Tara say, so for much. getting a point in Google. Box she and came on for her first time and she took over. And she didn't really understand the game. Maybe you might come back next week, Tara. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Fair <laughs> enough. Peter, thank you very much for playing. Speaking of manure, Nathan, you have a story for us coming up in just a moment. Oh, wow. Something similar to that. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Crazy David Gatta, Becky Hill, that is crazy what love can do on Fully Charged. It's 946. I came across an article on Lad Bible just there. Doctor explains how often you should do a numero two. Numero uno dos dos. A poo-poo platter, (laughs) if you will. Uh, Now, the professor is a man called Martin Vesey. And this is not the most enlightening article in the world. He just says you should do a number two when you feel the urge. That's a very political answer. I was hoping for it should be one in the morning, one One in in the the evening. evening. If you're not doing that, go to a doctor. He says it can vary. You know, some people go to the bathroom four times a day. Well, 
other people might go once in two days. Okay. That Ooh. does not seem normal to once me. Once in two days is a bit of a stretch, I'd and, say. And look, I'm very aware this is a disgusting topic. I don't mm-hmm. want to drag this show into the gutter. Into the toilet. With producer Callum and Graham away. I don't want them to be listening to this thinking, my God, awful smut. But I want to use this platform to clear up a rumour. Okay. Because I heard something, Peter. Tell us. That you're an avid golfer now. <laughs> you're laughing. Because yeah, I, I think laughing. you heard this rumour. Yeah. You're an avid golfer, and one day you were golfing. Oh and the God. thing with golf, there's many holes on the fairway. Oh. Too many holes, you might <laughs> on say. On the fairway or on the green? There's on one the on the green. On the green, fairway, uh, they're all together. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 18 holes on a golf course. Yeah. By the 15th hole, you were bursting to go and do a number two <laughs> that you ended up defecating in one of the golf holes. Inside the hole, did I? <laughs> and you <laughs> cleaned up the mess with the flag. It was a lovely red is flag. That, is that true? <laughs> Peter, is so, it People true? from the golf club I remember of now, they're going to get me kicked off now. <laughs> okay. They listen to your show. Is that true? No. For the record, no. No, it's not true. Who tells you that story? If only we had a lie detector machine. I only have to take your word for it. It'd be off the Richter scales. But we do have a toilet on the course after the sixth hole. Well, I was always wondering what yeah, golf. We what? do have one. But if you don't go on for your number. the sixth hole. Okay, so, so you're you. are only a third of your way through your round now. And you need to know when you're golfing. All right. Yeah, so you either go before or you go to sixth. Or then if you're like. But then if you catch yourself short, you see. And yeah. you've gone past the sixth hole. It's a long road home. And what do you do if, let's say, it's the 14th hole and you're bursting to go to the toilet? Do you return and go back to the 6th hole? No, it's way too far away. Way too far away? You can't away. go in either because people behind you are still playing. Oh, my God. So you either hold it in, you clench those butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. You don't take that turtleneck and happen. And then you... Uh, you just either play really fast golf and finish your round. Well, that is why I do not play golf, no. as I don't want to be called short. But do you know what's so strange? Graham has only recently taken up golf, and heck, the man has IBS. <laughs> it's not going to go too well for him. So if you see Graham on the golf course, stay clear. And if you see Peter Collins on the golf course, stay away from him. <laughs> I'd say there'd be a little asterisk besides Graham's <laughs> name when he joins the golf club, I'd imagine. <laughs> this man likes to go to the toilet on his rounds. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fully Charged Daily podcast with Graham and Nathan. Make sure to subscribe to get the podcast sent straight to your phone every day and catch Graham and Nathan on Fully Charged weekday mornings from 7 on Spin 1038.